passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Last week on the Poison Rana Patreon, we talked all about the Lord of the Rings, the return of the king, in an all-new episode of Up Yours. And we see a hobbit looking at a worm. It's Andy Serkis, not in mocap suit. Man, he's even scarier without... <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy, but oh boy, dude... Put it's, it back on. Andy Serkis is someone who, you know, keep the beard. The beard works for Ooh. him. This this clean-shaven Hobbit look is terrifying. Get this show plus NXT retro reviews, wrestling reviews, movie reviews, and so much more over at patreon.com slash poisonrana. And it's only five bucks. So what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And then this Wednesday at 4pm Eastern Time, join Brayden and Davey for the Poison Rana Christmas Party. And then come back the very next day, Thursday, 3pm Eastern Time, as Martin Bushby hosts the Big Fat Wrestling Quiz of the Year. All of this, youtube.com slash at Pod. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on postwrestling.com or whatever podcast app you are using. And we are live on youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello, postmarks. Hello, NXT friends. Friends. Hello, poison pals, tadpoles, all the likes. New and old friends. Come on in. We're here. It's Tuesday night. 
We're live on the post-wrestling feed on YouTube, and we're going to talk about some NXT. Yes, we are. Because that's what we do. And yes, this will actually be our last up next of 2023. Uh, next week is Boxing Day. Wrestling Bo- Day. Wrestling Day. Uh, both of our jobs, unfortunately, don't give us a whole lot of time off over Christmas. So we are going to be giving ourselves a little holiday next Tuesday. Uh, but we'll make sure to catch you all up uh, in the new year with everything NXT. Yes, I know they have announced some stuff for next week. Uh, they've also announced some like year-end awards and stuff. Mm-hmm. So how about the following Tuesday, meaning the new year in the future, 2024, when we do go live on Tuesday? I think the theme's still going, this darn loop on uh, on thing. But yes, hello, hello, uh, amateur hour here. Yeah, uh, so we are going to be going not live next Tuesday for Up Next because of uh, Boxing Day here. So we're going to take a little break. The next ups, Up Next will be in the new year, in the future, 2024. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about some end-of-year awards for NXT meaning like some best and worst of NXT stuff. And then we'll catch up on the last two episodes that, yes, that we're, uh, we'll talk about, but we're going to talk about the last one for us here before we take a little holiday break. So, uh, happy holidays, happy holidays to one and all. Why are you smiling? No, just oh. the theme was like looping throughout. I kind of want to put it on again. Just first for time in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Back like I never left. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we, we won't be going live this Sunday because it's Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. We're going to be taking a little break, but maybe you heard off the top there. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, December 20th, starting at 4 p.m., leading up all the way to Dynamite, possibly. So we'll be streaming for a while on Wednesday with our Poison Rana Christmas party. So join us live on our Poison Rana YouTube. Search us on YouTube. Audio will eventually be uploaded in some way, shape, or form. But join us live because audience participation is definitely welcomed. And any Poison Rana Patreon subscribers out there, you will be invited in to maybe join in on the party as well. But we got some some guests. We're going to play some party games. Bring your party favors. Smoke them if you got them. Bring your Santa hats. We want it all. Look how nice our place is there as well. Looks beautiful. The BDE is just going to be sparkling. And we invite you into our home live on YouTube. And yeah, uh, maybe you have uh, you want to escape from, I don't know, maybe you'll still be at work. But People out there, no matter where you are, join us, uh, pop in from time to time. Exactly. We want to treat this like a Christmas party. We know how it is. Uh, Everyone, like you and I, our parents are both split. You always have to divide your Christmas, run from one set of parents to the others, your in-laws to whatever. So we understand, guys. But our door is open for a good four hours uh, tomorrow. So come pop in if and when you can. You can always catch up on the full show after the fact. Uh, But yeah. Come in, say hi, come hang out. We're going to be playing some fun games, uh, talking the holiday season, maybe talking a bit about uh, the year in wrestling in 2023. Um, it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, we're going to hang out and stream kind of like we did in the the COVID time and just let it go. And uh, maybe you can't make it live. The audio will be eventually up there. Maybe you're, you'll be working on your Christmas dinners or long drives and you need something. So bank the episode as well there. So, uh, but come hang out in the YouTube chat. Cause again, we could use some audience participation in some of the games and stuff that we do and conversations as well. So, uh, can't wait for that. We're going to get real festive. We're going to drink some Bailey's Absolutely. possibly out of a shoe. Just uh, what? No, no, no. Shoeies? no. We're, we're not, we're not, uh, those Australians. <laughs> uh, we're going to drink Bailey's, drink some eggnog, get a little, uh, toasty. Yeah. So come have fun. Absolutely. And then the following day, this Thursday, Martin Bushby from 
Eagles Don't Hunt Flies fame is going to be hosting the Big Fat Wrestling Quiz of the Year 2023. It's going to be, I believe, Kate from Montreal and Bruce Lord taking on the team of Benno and Matty from Grapple, taking on the team of myself and Brandon from New Jersey. I don't know how I've managed to do this two years in a row now with Brandon. Uh, it's going to be great. I believe and uh, Martin's going to be going through the entire year, questions from January, February, March, all the way through to December of everything that happened in the world of wrestling. Uh, it's going to be hard for him to write this one because not, not much happened this year. Huh. A bit of a quiet year. Yeah, it'll be a lot of tough questions covering like so much. There's so much wrestling from this past year. WWE picked up. You had a lot more interest in that from certain people. And obviously, AEW, punk stuff. Like it's going to be, it's going to be all over the place. So that's this Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, should be a pretty, pretty nice time, I think, for most of the world. So also streaming live and maybe audio up at some point exactly. too. But replays also all always available yep. on our thing. But search Poison Rana in your podcast app or YouTube and hit that subscribe for us and uh, follow us on all the other shows. And if that's not enough, you want an extra free show, especially around the holidays, from me to you, we have a very special Mistletoes and Menorahs episode of The Detox, oh. which I'm not sure if you've seen the most amazing merch has dropped for the detox a oh it's beautiful detox rainforest cafe tie-dye t-shirt and a pink trucker hat to match yes you can get them also on classic black t-shirts you wrestling fans or white t-shirts but detox now has their own merch and uh give us your money as jordan goodman would say that was what i asked he, he told me to write down here he said say that on the show Give me your money. So chopped-tees.com, our new Poison Rana merchandise store where we have lots of stuff with the frog on it. We got some hats. Give yourself a gift this Christmas and uh, buy yourself some Poison Rana merch. Absolutely. uh, The the trucker hats definitely uh, blew my absolute mind, and I can't believe we're selling such ridiculous things. So I want to see. There we go. There we go. I'm trying to to show you guys. Look, we've got the beautiful hoodie with... (laughs) Is that Harambe on it? Uh, the trucker hats. That's the one we want here. Yeah. You could be like Ashton Kutcher. That's beautiful still pink and white fashion, trucker right? hat. And you can see how fast my internet connection is as I'm, I'm showing you these things. I like the tie dye. Tie dye is crazy. I think yeah. that's a beautiful shirt. Uh, so, uh, what, what other crazy merch ideas are we going to start coming up? We need like, uh, Poison Rana bowler shirts. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I'm all about Hawaiian the shirts. Like once, once it hits like, uh, you know, March, April, I'm yeah. going to be getting all that shit ready. I want ball shorts, like, like you know, hang, yeah, like shorts for the summer. You're just hanging around, like yeah. pajama shorts, but like with the frog on. Boxes, yeah. fanny packs, bikinis, lighters, yeah. rubbers, everything with that little frog. All on the it. merch. Yeah, exactly. Chop-tees.com. Go check out all the stuff that we got going on. And uh, hey, if you want to give us more money, you can because it can give yourself another gift that keeps on giving to our Patreon.com slash Poison Rana. We've been doing some really fun shows. If you Middle Earth nerds are out there, we did now a review of the whole trilogy. We did a fellowship. We did the Two Towers and now Return of the King. We were joined by your friend Kev from Geek Centric. We had on and then Emmanuel. We had a bit of a Lord of the Rings trivia uh, battle. A bit of a battle. The Battle of Middle-earth. One true 
ruler of Lord of the Rings trivia walks out on uh, this podcast. But yeah, it was probably one of our longest podcasts to date, not counting these like live streams and stuff like that. Just straight review of Return of the King. We went, we went Broadway, but it was pretty good. So, uh, we nerded out and talked about the ring and Aragorn and all them fun wizardy. Oh, Hobbit weed. Hobbit weed. Can't forget yeah. about the Hobbit weed. Yeah. It's my favorite part. So that was fun. I even busted out my Gandalf pipe. So it was a good time. That was out on the Patreon this week. Um, we also have, um, we, we have to take your recommendations for best match ever punk coming in the next little while. So, um, definitely, uh, looking forward to some recommendations on that, but lots of stuff going on poisonron.ca for everything absolutely and start uh start sending us uh matches that we may have forgotten for the uh best of the year which we'll be doing in january uh but we are starting to compile that list as well so any matches that you really loved from this year that you think might fly under the radar and and deserve a bit of a rewatch, um let us know uh, join the Facebook page. That's the best place for all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely be doing a best match ever part one and two uh, in the beginning of the year. So definitely would love some feedback on that. I think I have in my head a few, but there's there could be some sleepers that you forget about. There was a lot of good wrestling. Yeah, January was a long time ago. There was a lot of wrestling this year. Uh, obviously, some matches come to mind and some certain things come to mind, but we got to save that for mm-hmm. some certain shows best and worst of coming in the near future, but can't wait for that as well. So lots and lots of podcasts and uh, we appreciate you people listening and we hope we can entertain you over these holiday times. Are you feeling festive yet? Are you done all your Christmas shopping? I, I am. I haven't done a whole lot of uh, Christmas shopping this year. Just yeah. sending, uh, bought a few things when I was in uh, BC last week, uh, sent a few things from their home. Um, I, I fucking hate, um, sending stuff home it costs so much money right it's 26 dollars to send something home well, and then they're like do you want to track it and i was like how much is that and it's like well it'll be 76 dollars in total do you want to make sure it gets there and i'm like excuse me like what why well to to so you know that it gets there well i'll, I'll know it gets there when my mom opens it no well it, if it gets lost we can tell you sorry you want me to pay you 50 dollars <laughs> extra for you to tell me that you failed at doing your job yeah how about just deliver it yeah, but it, it's Christmas time. It's hard. Well, time, right? sorry, but like this is the postal service has been around for how long? Do you think she'll get it in time? Shit. I hope so. I don't know. May, it might be more of a New Year's present, but uh, <laughs> she said hopefully under two weeks. I was like, thanks. Did you just sa- send her a pound of BC Kush? Uh, <laughs> no, wouldn't, I, she wouldn't. She wouldn't appreciate that. I don't think. Um, no, I, I got some. I got some nice things. I think she'll appreciate it. Nice. All right. Um, but we did do a uh, a secret Santa. At you helped me go shopping the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only other person you shopped I, for. I for <laughs> is security the security at wide open the bar we go to to (laughs) bro that's a sad (laughs) the only other person you bought well we've kind of agreed we we like we're like hey let's just treat ourselves we'll both buy a bottle and yeah and that kind of thing yeah yeah um but he actually really liked his present what did you get him again i got him some uh some pants yeah uh with uh with uh like 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 lounge kind of pajama pants. Yeah, that's wearing pants. very similar right now yeah, on the yeah. stream. With uh beer, beer on it. <laughs> beer with uh Santa hats on the beer all over it. Classic. And then a little Mickey of, yeah. of cognac. Yeah. So I mean who wouldn't love He was really happy. He was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna lounge in these pants and drink cognac. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got and I, I don't think he'll ever listen to this. Yeah. I hope this Hope- doesn't Hopefully not. Um I got a, a gift card for Starbucks, which is great. I yeah. I go to Starbucks. I like coffee. 
<laughs> but what made it funnier was we all opened their, our presents and then, you know, it's like, all right, who, who got me then and all that. Yeah. And the other security guy there was like, Hey, um, do you, were you, are you surprised? Were, were you surprised? <laughs> do you like it? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Big surprise. Like it was, it was me. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, well, th- thank you. Just bought it thank- five minutes ago. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you know, I was thinking LCBO, the liquor store. I was like, man, he, he works in a bar. Like he's surrounded by alcohol. He doesn't need that. But you know what everyone likes? Coffee. Starbucks. So I, I, I got you this and I was like, well, Thank you very much. To be honest, he probably went through like swarms of protesters to try and buy this. Thing. <laughs> um, but just seemed so like it was the the most genius idea ever. And Starbucks. then later he's like, surprised. Were you surprised? You were so surprised. You were, that was good. I was like, it was fucking great. Wow. Thank, I can't believe thank I got you, man. This. You got me. You got me three coffees. Thank I you. Found, I really appreciate it. I, I recently rearranged my room. I found like three Starbucks gift Amazing. cards from like three years ago. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe to him that's like, like, like I, I drink coffee every day. Yeah, It'll yeah. get used. Absolutely. But I just found it funny how, like how proud he was of the present. I'm Bless. pretty, I'm pretty proud. I, I don't think my mom will listen to this. I don't think she's a big, uh, needs to find out what happened on nxt uh, this week but i she's been talking about how like we've we use air fryers all the time mm. we got one here i got one at my girlfriend's house and some of my older family met like these old portuguese family members of mine are getting them and being like oh man these air fryers are like the new future so my mom's like okay i'm hearing about air fryers from you and family like what's the what's the whole deal so i went and, and got her one and hopefully she doesn't like hate it or not use it but i don't everyone so. should pretty like, pretty good yeah yeah so and then i got her a, a shirt from this like band that she likes from the 80s so gowan which is kind of rare shout out garrick who hooked it gowan? up gowan shout out our listener garrick we run into him all the time now at demand lucha he hooked it up for me uh which will definitely be a surprise but many some people don't the guy who became the singer of sticks when the guy passed away so i'm sure he sang sailing quite a few times <laughs> oh is it that band yeah well, uh, from, he eventually like becomes oh, their singer wrestlers netflix yeah 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 wow okay all right but yeah i haven't really i i haven't really shopped for too much other stuff i've i've been in a festive mood went to some christmasy things this week but like yeah i i don't like spending I don't like when people spend lots of money on me for things I don't need and, and vice versa. Like usually the people closest to you know what you like need if you do need stuff. So, yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. a Starbucks I mean, gift card is all right. You know, that's, I mean, yeah, it's just don't lose it. Don't lose it behind the side of your bed. I, yeah. I found like three of them. So. I also got given, uh, by the owner a voucher to take to the beer store. I've got two of them now for four cans of Miller Lite for free nice you can make some spaghetti. I, I used to get 200 bucks <laughs> as a bonus <laughs> now i've got a voucher that he clearly just has a booklet of right uh but sure thanks i sound very unappreciative of my gifts yeah we're so cr- we're scrooges um, this christmas just, you know give me a pay raise instead yeah yeah nice. that's what everyone wants yeah. for christmas nice trip somewhere mm. somewhere warm yeah it's warm in some places in the world right now for christmas but oh yeah like like where? here like australia australia's warm they have their summer, summer on a, Christmas on a beach. All right. Yeah. Here we're going to get, we don't have snow yet. Today was a little cold in the morning, but in general, it's, it, it's been an okay winter so far. Winter is coming. Uh, it was beautiful the other day. I had a beautiful walk, but, uh, it's not too bad yet. Not really. There's flurries of snow, but nothing's really settled. We're, we're doing, 
We're doing good. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get some uh, Bailey's and eggnog for our special tomorrow. We gotta yeah. get some bottles and get drunk on a stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a little scared. Chris Leone's saying he's coming in like just before eight, so I don't know who you're going to meet at that point. It, <laughs> it, it, it won't be Brady Harrington. Apparently, <laughs> someone who looked very like me went into my work the other night, uh, <laughs> dressed as Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> wasn't us. Yeah, never saw us. Uh, well, I guess we could talk about some some NXT. There was uh, some NXT stars killing it on raw i saw mm. uh the creeds taking on the judgment day that was a pretty exciting match shout out the creeds Cre- already getting the rub creeds doing well i think like they caught our attention very quickly mm. on nxt and uh they're still like very rough around the edges but i kind of like that there's something um exciting about that like you know something unpredictable like when you'd watch brock lesnar like back in the day when just yeah. like like really good but also quite you know rough and dangerous in a fun way so i you've basically got a tag team of brock lesnar's which i'm really enjoying yeah so, brock lesnar kurt angles they've done a good job with that uh casey and uh katana sorry hey. K- katana chance and Caden carter that's yeah, the one yeah yeah um finally winning yeah the tag titles yeah that's pretty cool uh they've definitely been kicking around for a while and you know, as much as we kind of gave them crap for the the rave thing, it, it's funny that they went back to that for Absolutely. the main roster. Which, like, I think we said, like, as much as maybe we hate it, like, there is that like <laughs> element out there. There's some people oh, that yeah. do like the there's a small like part of the pie of wrestling fans that also do other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if the off chance people who rave also like wrestling. They're the team for them. <laughs> They're still really annoying. Aren't oh, they? yeah. Oh, yeah. Very annoying. Did they just play the same clips? I heard John O'Way saying that, and I was like, oh, my God. I thought that, too, but I could be wrong. Um, also, I know you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, and I know it will take you a lot of convincing to watch a Miz match, but right. I think Miz had the best match of his career. You, you know, fool me once. You said that the pay-per-view. I it, didn't, no, I didn't. I, I said I think it's potentially right, going to right. be, and I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah, I was underwhelmed. I thought this was excellent. This was okay. way better than the pay-per-view one. Uh, actually had me biting on some falls. I got what I wanted. Miz had his like chopped up chest. They actually like went for it. Nice. Uh, I think I think it's his best match, and I actually think the feud's been really enjoyable with with Gunther, who they've done a fantastic job with on the main roster. I just saw a thing. It was about two years ago. They changed his name. So all the tweets was like, "He's dead. It's over. It's over. It murdered him." Um, but doing good job. But yeah, I I actually really enjoyed Raw this week. I thought there was some good stuff. The R-Truth stuff is hilarious. He's basically Sami Zayn yeah. in the bloodline and Judgment Day. It's so funny. JD and all that stuff. That's a pretty fun storyline. I, I rewatch every now and then the uh, that clip where R-Truth comes out to be in what, the like Money in the Bank match or something. The Royal Rumble, he puts the ladder up. There's that, but there's the one where he comes out. It's Elimination Chamber or Money in the Bank where they're like... Kane is the authority figure in that. Yeah. He's like, you're not even in the match. He's like, oh, my bad. My and bad. You just see Roman like cracking up laughing. Behind. Yeah, it's pretty good. He, like he's still, he's still managing to make us laugh and wrestling and everything. So bless, bless our truth. Yeah. Former NWA world champion. Miz, the, what was it? The, the awesome truth. Just, just stealing the show on Monday. Night. Awesome still, truth. All these years later. Living on. Bring back Dwayne and yeah. Cena. Redo that exactly. match. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, you know, Gunther retained for a reason because he's going to fight Okada at WrestleMania. 
Wow. Well, he pulled out the Rainmaker. <laughs> right? Oh, so you saw that. Did you- <laughs> I did see that on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, huh, maybe he's, he's calling Gunther him out. Gunther Okada for the IC title. That would be, that would be pretty. This Mania is looking great. It's water I'm, versus rain. I'm dreading rain. how much these tickets are going to cost. For Mania? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Get saving. Chop-tees.com. Yes, help us. Um, thank you, Jake, who sends us a super chat nice. saying, thank, thanks, guys, for another great year of content, free and on Patreon. Happy to support. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. Excited for the BME Von Eriks. Yes, we are planning to do a best match ever Von Eric family in January, uh, we're also going to wait till we've both seen the movie, maybe revisit that Dark Side episode and, uh, and give a whole Von Eric show. Yeah, we're going to do a whole highlight on the Von Eriks, including the Iron Claw and the Dark Side and, uh, some of their best matches. Would love some recommendations from people out there. If there's any that instantly come to mind, please let us know and we will check them out and possibly talk about them on this show. I haven't seen the movie yet. We both haven't, but definitely looking forward to seeing it in the next week or so because it has, it has everything really it's a movie about wrestling mm-hmm. starring the guy from the bear yep. and shameless so i love that the Plus, guy from high school music yeah so it's got you as well i know that and even though i don't know what, like what he looks so different but i think he still looks like good i i hated when people were shitting on zach yeah. efron but like he zach. looks good yeah i've I've definitely loved to love him even more but yeah this movie is, looks awesome so can't wait to to watch it and talk about it but uh the von eric's Coming out on on uh, AEW, Tony got them the song "Stranglehold," yeah, and I was like, "Fuck, that'd be like." I I wonder. I I watched a bit of the the younger Von Erichs in that match. I'm like, man, the name alone right now put can put them on TV right away and give them "Stranglehold." Like that's mm. they probably had to pay a little bit for that, but yeah, it was pretty cool. So, uh, Von Erichs forever. Uh, anything else before NXT? I, I think we can dive in. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Smoke them if you got them. Happy holidays. NXT from December 19th, 2023. We kick off with a opening contest, a grudge match between two rivals as of late. It all started well. Well, it started a while back with a few matches, but it really started around Halloween when Fallon Henley dressed up as Tiffany Stratton for Halloween Havoc in what I might say a very convincing costume. Very good. Very you know, good. You know, Got the mannerisms down and everything. Yeah, it was pretty good. And Tiffany was pretty pissed, beat up Fallon, beat her in a match, and now kind of fast forward through the Iron Survivor. It leads us to this. Early on, Fallon gets uh, the offense, but gets shoved off the top to the outside, taking a big bump there. Uh, as Booker s- says, she's swimming uphill. Don't know if I've heard that one. Yeah, before. I think mi- mixed metaphors there. I think he was trying to quote Blade, but... That's that skate uphill, I think. It's swimming yeah. upstream. Swimming or, upstream. Yeah, Unless he was being funny on purpose, which, yeah. you know. But um, uh, I guess I'll get it out of the way. Booker was on one tonight. Booker was on one tonight. <laughs> uh, Tiffany is in control now, but Fallon comes in with the 10 bunch in the corner and then a Rana. But Tiff hits a spine buster for a two count. There's then a series of roll-ups and counter v. counter when Fallon flips Tiffany into like a sunset flip, trapping her legs. And the one, two, three is counted pretty quickly in this match. Fallon gets the upset. Tiffany is furious and right away attacks her from behind. Fallon wins the match, but Tiffany just starts beating her up, slams her off the commentary desk. They kind of go through the crowd, kind of through Gorilla back through the curtain. And Tiffany takes a mop. 
shout out Moppy, and just starts like rubbing it all over, draining the dirty mop. You know how dirty mop water is all over Fallon. And then she dumps a garbage can full of garbage all over and says, that's what you are. Trash. Ah, yeah, I, I, I really like these two. I think they're, um, two of the better women in the, in the division. Um, but also I really like, uh, how much they've kind of pushed Fallon recently. I think she's always been very solid in ring in NXT. Um, and for whether it's little appearance or big appearances, her character work's always been good. But I think recently they've really put a bit of steam behind her with winning that kind of, um, what, like the wild card spot for the Iron Survivor, uh, this ongoing feud with Tiffany, now getting a win over a former NXT Women's Champion. Um, I like that they're putting stuff behind her. NXT's always good at giving um, the women stories when it doesn't necessarily have to involve the title and yeah. having feuds. And this one's been brewing for a while and uh, we will get a match announcement later in the show. But uh, yeah, th- I thought these two worked well, but I was more like happy for the result of this one yeah it's great that fallon got the upset i know there's much left in the tank which sets up the rematch clearly and it's for new year's evil but uh these two have great chemistry tiffany we've sung her praises for so long like she's main roster ready in fact i'd have fallon beat her one last time and that's it like tiff could could be going up come the new year because like fallon is is one of the way more polished stars down here and giving her like sending tiff packing could make her like next in line the next little while for you know being one of the bitter stars because i do think fallon is is star bound for wwe Mm. main roster as well with or without like the country girl bar gimmick but it seems to be i I think she yeah it kind of seems i think it works yeah we don't really have that character on the main roster and it's not overly gimmicky either it's not like she's uh you know riding a horse to the ring every week or something like that i mean that would be pretty sweet (laughs) but like i think they have the balance well of this is like this you know like country bartender uh wrestler i I think it works pretty well for her yeah we go to trick and mellow backstage and trick says hey mellow i saw you on smackdown you looked like money you talk like money uh, Mello beating his friend Grayson Waller on, on SmackDown, looking pretty good. Also destined for stardom on the main roster. Uh, Mello swears that it was Ilya who attacked him here. I was a little confused at why Trick really out the gate wasn't like, hey, you kind of hit me in the head last week. Right. Yeah. He kind of didn't really fa- been phased by that. Um, he, Mello mentions, look, Ilya's a dangerous guy. He's, he's messing with us. So why don't we make the match at New Year's Evil? A triple threat match. Let me in the match too, so we can take him out. That mo- that way, one of us can be champion. Trick says, "No, man, you don't understand. Not one of us needs to be champion. I need to be champion. I want it one on one, and I got. I won the match. I get the shot." And Mello's like, "Okay, you know, okay." And Trick kind of walks off, and again, Mello with the like stares, the looks. He's being sneaky. Yeah. Yeah, he's being a bit obvious at this point, yeah. like trying to worm his way into this match. Trick's the only one who's not noticing his friend well, is being a dick. Even Trick here is like, nah, man, like yeah. this is my turn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'll ask you something though. We had the uh, Swiss Chalet festive <laughs> special earlier and it came with two scratch cards. Right. Um, now, like uh, bonus things, if you scratch, you can win a million dollars. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. We won a, a free soup and a garden salad. Yeah. So that, that's tomorrow's dinner. I got so the salad, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you won 50K, w- what would you have done? 
Like in, in that situation, we've it was just like you know we both, both paid yeah, equal yeah. money. I'd share. I'd share with you. All right. Good, yeah, yeah. Good. Our first purchase would be a trip. Yeah. Like right away, book everything mania. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're not Front doing. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing the Airbnb anymore. <laughs> we're getting foot rubs. You know, we're going to get. The, I'm not waiting in line for the Philly cheesesteaks. You know, but yeah. yeah, I'd share. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same with that. If I win Squid Game, Squid Game. Yeah, we're all entering Squid Game next year. Yeah, yeah. all of us are going to enter. We have a whole pe- crew of people in the Poison Rana roster. We're all going to enter, and the deal is, we we act like we don't know each other. But we're allowed we to do... know one person each. Like make yeah. make friends with one person each yeah, in the group, yeah. and then when the time's right, we strike because you can't all be in the same team because. But if you're all on the same battleship and then you're done, right? Exactly. You've come on. You gotta so share the wealth. Right, but we'll share. Yeah, yeah. Nice. If I if I won like a lottery, yeah, or something, I'd be so like, like ah, you could you you, you get, get a, a mill, you get a mill. I mean, if I won a mill, no, I'm keeping a no. But a if mil, you won like hundred mil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Chop dash teas dot com. We're almost there to becoming millionaires. Uh do you want to wait just talking about ratings and stuff? We're just like, I want to fucking be rich. <laughs> Will they sign to WP? I don't know, man. I'm going to get drunk on a Christmas show tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Ilya Dragunov comes out to the ring. The NXT champion. He has a microphone. He's looking snazzy. He says, I'm the third wheel in the Trick Mellow saga and kind of laughs it off. Like, I feel like I'm in a bad romance movie. He says, this year, though, I've showed everyone since coming to NXT in America who the hell Dragunov really is. And I've become the fastest rising star and I even became champion when Ridge Holland mm. shows up ringside, taps a microphone and says, hey, Ilya, I don't want any trouble, any problems. But I've been struggling. I've been struggling to rewrite the story of Ridge Holland. So Ridge is here back in NXT. And Ilya's like, yeah, cool. What do you want? And Ridge says, well, there's this stigma around me. People pointing fingers, saying injury after accident, accident after injury. But I'm here to prove myself. So I don't want to be here, you know, hat in hand begging. But I need to prove myself. And if I get that chance, I'll run through everyone. And Ilya says, like, all right, well, maybe tonight I can give you that opportunity. So they come face to face. And later tonight, our main event, Ridge Holland, Ilya Dragunov. I kind of, I don't think he said it's for the title, but if you win. He's like, he wants to prove himself. Yeah. So unofficial eliminator kind of match. Yeah. You win, you're added to the title match that's in a few weeks. So they've they've had this thing on SmackDown, I believe, where he's kind of been walking out on on Butch and not particularly sort of uh, happy with how they've been losing matches and that kind of thing. So continuing the through line that NXT is canon now, you know, it's like yeah. people find themselves a little lost and they go to NXT to try and find themselves, which I like. And I, I do think since uh, joining the Brawling Brutes, He's had so much more character come out. I think he sounded pretty good on the mic here. Um, I will get into it more with how this show ends, but I don't particularly like uh, addressing sort of, you know, hurting people. Yeah. as Because from a story point of view, it's confusing. It's worked with Naya. They're kind of telling the same story with Naya at the moment where she hurts people, but she's doing it as a heel. So it's like, 
yeah, she's kind of hurt the performers, but it works as your wrestling characters hurt these other characters. Here it's like he's talking more of from the performer's point of view where I've hurt people where I shouldn't have. But the whole show I'm watching is a show about people trying to hurt each other enough so they win a match. Yeah. So I don't like how he's feeling sad and down in the dumps because he's hurt his opponents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. It's not like the crippler. It's not like, oh, okay, wait, you're dangerous and all this stuff. It's it's bizarre. I didn't think he sounded bad. No, I actually I thought, thought he, he sounded, sounded good. good. But you're you're totally right. Definitely keeping thoughts to the end of the show yeah. because that was a, definitely a bit more important of what they chose to do on this show. But as for him coming out here and kind of coming out of nowhere, acting like just a real person. I, I like the idea of being like, hey, I was in the Brawling Brutes. They seem to be like a pretty hot act. Like we had a good tag team going on. I thought we were going to win like tag gold and that kind of stuff. And then that never really happened. And then I never really got much of a chance of a singles run here in NXT. Yeah. So I'm feeling a bit lost and I'm still relatively new in my career and can... uh and can prove myself by beating you. I think that element of it completely works, but yeah. the injuring people accidents thing, not so much for me. Yeah. Well, before we go to break, Lexus King is walking to the, to the, the ring, but he's backstage. He says he's already broke out, but he's going to win the breakout tournament. And he's going to win that contract. And it's going to be the first steps on becoming a champion mm -hmm. here in NXT. So damn. Once that, Wants that title. I don't know what title, but he wants one of them. It, yeah. Trick and Dragonov run into each other. Trick's like, yo, what about me and you? I have a title opportunity at New Year's Evil, and now you're you're possibly giving someone else a chance to make that a triple threat? Like, what about me? I won the Iron Survivor. I get the ch the the shot at your title. And Dragonov just puts Trick in his place and says, don't you forget, I'm the champion, you're the challenger, and the champion dictates dictates what the challenger does and basically saying if i want a triple threat it's going to be a damn triple if threat. i want to face someone before you i can do that yeah it's my right Screw as champion you. i can defend this whenever i want trick will learn yeah i like it i think they've they've had this relationship with uh Ilya and trick build quite nicely from you know it's starting off as trick being the one who cost Ilya the title originally to then uh trick earning Ilya's respect in their in their follow-up match to now trick is is like a legit threat to Ilya and the seeds planted in Trick's head that maybe it was uh, Ilya that took him out. And I, I kind of like this sort of um, almost Ilya's going to help Trick's career way more than Mello ever will. Trick always helped Mello's career, but yeah. Ilya is the sort of like older brother mentor figure who's just going to keep pushing him to his limits until he eventually breaks through. And I think that's a pretty cool story. I like the story of, I, I he said it, he's like in this weird love triangle with these yeah. two, but he, he has been for quite a while yeah. in, in a, a better way, a true rom. What is it? No, true romance is one of my favorite movies. Bad romance is what he said. That's your, yeah, that's my karaoke. One of your song. karaoke songs. Right. Yes. We go to our next match, which is the breakout tournament. Lexus King taking on, Dion Lennox. I was not trying really hard not to get confused These in this fucking match. Names. Lennox, Lennox and Lexus. Can we just go back to the 80s and have someone in this breakout tournament just be like, I am the astonishing avalanche. Sure. Bet probably better than You know, Dion just Lennox. have some ridiculous names, not these. Like Dion, Dion Lennox. So this guy's gimmick is he used to play football. Now he, when he takes off his glasses, his reading glasses, he 
is like in the, the zone. zone. I don't understand it. He's but. like a, a multiverse Anthony Bowens. He looked like a meaner Anthony Bowens to me. Yeah, with the glasses, I'm not quite sure like what that is. It's not even like sunglasses. It's <laughs> some people have trouble seeing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like maybe in the fight, you should have them on. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so you know who you're swinging at because maybe if he kept the glasses on, he would have won this match. Maybe he maybe. did not. Uh, Lexus comes out on his chair. Always loved that thing and his great hair. Um, we have King just kind of beating him down and putting the boots to him. Uh, eventually Lexus King just starts doing the yes kicks for some reason. Big Miz fan, I guess as well. Yeah. Um, eventually Lennox comes back though with these running shoulder tackles because the football get it. Uh, eventually hits a stinger splash in the corner and then a bridging suplex, which was quite nice actually. Eventually King, yeah, like a almost Northern Light style. Suplex. Yeah, it's a suplex into the Northern Bridge, which was nice. King then uh, eventually just decides to leave. He grabs the contract to go but when dion chases him they end up back in the ring allowing lexus to hit lennox with the coronation which is the uh creator wrestler finisher that they give to them in the game before you change it which is just a it's like a kind of sleeper cravat kind of hold into like roll the dice a straight jacket into a neck breaker kind of thing it's okay uh he wins the match and advances in the breakout tournament so sorry dion lennox but uh next time uh the character work is there from lexus king like uh i think that is something that is working and has made him stand out way more than he ever did uh in aew the wrestling's just not there for me yet yeah maybe we need to see i mean we saw him against mellow and it still wasn't really there but uh, you know, he'll improve, hopefully. Um, Dion Lennox didn't see a whole lot. I thought he showed some good, like, natural athleticism and stuff. Nothing that particularly stands out amongst the crop, but, uh, I did think the, like, power slam and superplex look, uh, sorry, the suplex looked pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, nothing too, like, over the top that kind of stood out, but again, he's new, he's young, so we'll see. But the, I, I do like how, Everyone hates Lexus King. That's working for him. Mm. So he's he's just like his papa. Just wants to be hated. Absolutely. He's got the Riz, the Riz King. Uh, he advances. Therefore, he will be facing uh, Riley Osborne, the Evan Bourne, the British Evan Bourne. Right. Yeah. Um, Trey Bearhill comes out. Don't say who. But the guy King took, took out. out. Right. He comes out with a chair Trey and scares him. <laughs> <laughs> who is the other Trey? Was it? Baxter, Baxter, Trey Bearhill. Trey Baxter. <laughs> Trey Is this the superhero Bear. version of him? They really wanted Trey Baxter, Blake Christian to be a superhero, but he left. So they don't. No one's gotten that gimmick yet. So it's got to come. But yeah, Trey Bearhill <laughs> comes out and says you. And King says, ah, I'm not giving you that that shot against me because I guess he's mad. Yeah. But I mean, if he didn't look that injured, so he could have wrestled tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. He ran out there with a chair. True. Swinging it like, ah, could have. He was only taken out the day before, wasn't he? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this was the next day, but yeah. (laughs) That's people in that crowd are very confused. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. So yeah. Uh, Riley versus King is the next one in the tournament. Next, we have a video for Eddie Thorpe. He says that this year has been trial and error. He's had his battles and wars with Dijak, and it's been heart-wrenching, and it's gotten personal, but he's fought through the pain, and we've we've recently gotten back in each other's crosshairs, and this time, Dijak, there'll be no ropes, 
No excuses. NXT Bloodsport. NXT Underground. Yeah. Uh, I think we both really high on that last Underground match with Eddie Thorpe and Damon Kemp. I think it's the probably the best match Eddie Thorpe's had. Maybe the strap match is up there as well, but yeah. uh, it was definitely the one where he stood out a lot more than some of his other appearances. And Dijak, as goofy as this character is, has still been bringing it in NXT in some of these big matches. So I actually think that sounds like something I kind of want to see. Yeah. This is on next week's show, right? Yes. So yeah, we'll absolutely check out this one. Yeah, I'll still be checking it out. It, it sounds great. I think these these two will definitely bring it and, and will be Eddie's best showing. And reminding us of a great moment from this year with Dijak taunting his what, little sister or his niece. Or, yeah, his family member. Yeah, which was which was great. Yeah, it showed it clips in this promo, which was pretty pretty awesome of Dijak just getting in this guy's family. Um, Not only did this guy beat this guy's tree, yeah, he also beat him up in front of his family just just easy what a heel can't wait for that match just nxt it. underground maybe shane mcmahon will come back we didn't he didn't come back for the last one but who will be there to go sick <laughs> find out true I that, well he might be going to tna don't you think this this hot new big signing that's gonna tna well, yeah are you watching the same shows i'm watching he's the devil he's the devil shane mcmahon is the devil oh yeah absolutely all right yeah yeah interesting he's gonna come out wearing a devil baseball jersey He's going to go to attack MJF, take the mask off, pop a quad. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we're coming up to a year, aren't we? A year since he did that? Coming up to it, yeah. When did that happen? In 2003? It was, it was 2023? Uh, yeah, it was Mania. We were, that was Mania. We, we oh, it was Mania. Park, and Snoop Dogg was like, I got to act on this. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was this year. So, you're okay, I'm calling Shane to TNA. You're calling You're saying Shane, Shane to, to TNA? I don't know. Name someone bigger than Shane. They're hyping it up as the biggest signing of all time. Uh, like that ain't Dolph, is it? They just got Trent Seven. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know. I mean, Angle is really the biggest they've ever had, I'd say, right? Yeah. And, and they who, had, sorry, they're than, saying it's the biggest signing of all time. Kind of, yeah. Scott Demore saying it's one of the, like. Kurt Angle, yeah. Sting, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. They've had some pretty big yeah. stuff. So who's bigger than them? Mercedes? Shane. He's faced all of those you just mentioned, I think. <laughs> It's Mercedes. Mercedes could be it. Yeah. Right. Because rumors about the AEW talks. Maybe it's The Rock. Yeah. What's he <laughs> Bigger doing? than Kurt Angle and Sting? It's The Rock, man. The Rock. You think Shane. Okay. I think Shane's the devil. That would be crazy. That would be the best thing AEW could ever. I'd like, cry. You, I'd be like, you would cry. Yeah, if you they would can reveal it before cry. the end of the year, my like promotion of the year. <laughs> the AEW. Might change. <laughs> yeah. Shane McMahon should be the devil. He comes out there, takes the mask off, starts skipping. He, he, no, he'd have to start skipping before the mask comes out. Yeah, Tease yeah, it a lot yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. What? Who? And, and, and TK could buy Pink Floyd money as his theme song. Yeah. That would be the one thing that would suck. You can't buy that. It's theme. a great song. I don't know if it's a entrance. You song. need something money in it, right? You can't like recreate There's money, money, money. Loads of songs with money. Just thinking. Wow. We just, but we just saved a. Maybe, I mean, if there's multiple people in the mask, it could be Shane and Sasha. Shane to, and the money, money and money, right? Oh, money, man. yeah, money. Here comes the money, money. <laughs> uh, I think Shane and the the Mean Street Posse. Okay, Pete Gas. Yeah, I was a bit Pete Gas earlier. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just saved AEW. Yeah. TK, you're welcome. Hope the checks in the mail, <laughs> please and thanks. Wow, 
Uh, anyways, Eddie Thorpe's going to fight a tree or something. What's he doing again? He's fighting, fighting Dijak with no ropes. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I miss Shane. I do. Forgot that was this year. This guy ran into the ring and hurt his leg like that. Oh, man. That was one of the best moments of the year. Like, worst moments. It was the best. Pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Like, I'm glad he's okay now. Yeah, he's fine, right? Uh, best match ever, Shane McMahon, is available on our Patreon for just five bucks. We did it about a year or two ago. It was a great show. Yeah. I mean, he's had some amazing matches, to be fair. Best match ever, Linda McMahon, still to come. <laughs> yeah. Don't hold your breath. Our next match on NXT, Kiana James and her new... Uh, tag team partner, her new assistant, her new G. Yeah. Izzy Dane. Izzy Dane. We saw her in the breakout tournament and we saw her at the PLE getting kind of no reaction in that cage match. Kiana James, Izzy Dane, JC Jane. Oh my <laughs> God. We had Lexus, Lennox. Guys, look what I'm having to do here. Okay. So JC Jane and Izzy Dane and sorry, Thea Hale and JC Jane. Uh, we have Jane taking out Dame. Here yep. in the early bits of this match, um, Thea and JC kind of getting along as a tag team. I'd say they've somewhat improved. I, I think since being with Thea, JC's got a bit better at some wrestling. And since being with JC, Thea's got a bit even more like t- t- turning her character work even. She was good, yeah, good before, she, but she's not as two dimensional scrappy dude yeah. anymore, is she? Yeah. Uh, we see, uh, Izzy is now throwing around, uh, Thea at one point tagging in and out here. Eventually, Hale gets a hot tag. She comes in. She hits an exploder and some other suplexes when eventually Izzy comes in and, t- sorry, Izzy tags Kiana, but Thea doesn't realize and Thea rolls Kiana into her Kimura arm lock and eventually Kiana taps out. So Thea thinks she won the match, but the ref is like, nah, Izzy tagged in when Thea realizes it's too late, eats a big boot from Izzy Dame. And she pins Thea Hale to get the upset win. The big boot looked really good, actually. Took her like, head off. Uh, Izzy Dane's got some height on her. She's definitely like the, the She's muscle big. of this She's team. tall, yeah. And yeah, I thought that big boot looked impressive. Um, the match was fine. I, I agree. I, I think JC and Thea have improved a lot in the last year. Uh, Kiana's always at her best when she's like being a bit more aggressive and mean. Um, but... Uh, there were some kind of wobbly moments in this match too, but yeah. nothing, nothing terrible either. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of would like to see Izzy Dane in a, a few more singles matches to really see what she's capable of. Cause yeah, she only really had that one breakout on NXT so far. Like clearly, they wanted Kiana to have an assistant that wrestled with what they had with G. Yeah, and she was great. She was the best. She just never wrestled. So we're yet to see if Izzy Dane uh keeps uh Kiana's schedules of business in order right yeah you know we need to see her in the office <laughs> yeah yeah back in the office working on business buying landmarks they should do Florida. the thing where they like swap the the names on the door like be g and take it out and just put in izzy ah <laughs> uh, miss g we go to uh who is this ariana grace and some of the other women in the roster here in nxt kind of watching this last match as it ended and uh grace is like oh like they've got some class and stuff and roxanne perez comes in and basically says screw those two they're i'm not finished with them yet Yeah, i'm not done with them like they screwed me over and grace says you know it's it's not about wins and losses and roxanne slaps her across the face so maybe we're getting grace versus she Rox- says wins and losses matter wins and losses which do matter has been a a big debate within WWE booking right. over the last few years. And, you know, a new era, wins and losses 
do matter. Do now. matter. They do matter. So, uh, so I imagine we'll get Roxanne, Ariana Grace down the line, and she's not finished with Kiana yet. She needs a friend. I don't know why she's slapping people. She's not, she's not making many friends. Yeah, anymore. slapping someone. Who should her friends be? I mean, Cora's clearly her friend, but Cora. right now she's busy. I like how they just post pictures together all the time and then just like cross each other's face out. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Was forced to work with this idiot today. Like that kind of- <laughs> we see... Uh, what do we got next here? What was this? Andre Chase. Oh, my God. One of the best segments of the year. Oh, Sliding in the last month of the year. Okay. So, little recap here. Andre Chase and Chase University, they've gotten into some hot water. They did some dealings with the mafia. Then it turns out they've been undercover in a scandal. And the scandal is Andre Chase has been using school funds for his gambling problems. Yeah. Okay, so lately they've been trying to make money for the school to save the school. Bake sales, car washes, OnlyFans, Twitch streams. They've literally tried it all, but they've got to make up lots and lots of money. And I mean, they basically made a whole show. It's called Breaking Bad on people who get in this kind of situation. But he's down on his luck and he needs money fast. And today, Andre Chase has turned to the streets. Literally. Because Andre Chase and Duke Hudson go to a back alley to meet up with Lucian Price and Bronco Nima and scripts to shoot dice in a back crack alley. Dice. (laughs) Would you rather them be in a back alley smoking crack? (laughs) No, I'm just like, I always find it funny that dice is the game. Shooting, shooting crap, shooting dice. Yeah. So they're in the back. Here we see they're shooting dice and Chase is, Chase is looking a little, I love like, the, oh my God. The collar. Oh, they do the funniest stupid shit. Like, remember like Mr. Stone's kids with the ponytails and stuff? Yeah. Chase you, Duke and Andre, they're in like the, the dark alley, right? So they want to look conspicuous. So the Chase you red <laughs> sweaters are now Chase you red hoods <laughs> that they've weared. Like, so it's Duke's wearing his hood yeah. and Andre still like, as soon as he's been, Caught for this stuff. Yeah. Always has his collar out, his shirt. His hair is all over the place. He just looks like his bags under his eyes. He just looks so... The image of this, like, I'm not doing any audiovisual justice, but oh my God, this was hilarious. So he's like, oh, I got a hot hand and he's throwing some dice and he's like, I got that clack, ickity, clack, clack. <laughs> I thought they were going to break into like Be a Lady Tonight as they're playing this. <laughs> In the back alley? Yeah. Uh, so... Duke is like, look, look, Andre, Mr. Chase, like, you're up. Like, please, like, leave while you're hot. Please, please, like, stop. Like, you're on top. And the the two guys are like, whoa, whoa, he's a grown man. Let him make his own decisions. <laughs> and they're like, ah, like, you want to leave now? Like, you want you could you could win more. And Andre's like thinking about it. And clearly he's got a gambling problem here. Yeah. <laughs> he's so into it. He looks like a fiend. And he says, okay, okay, how about this? How about this? I want to double my money. Well, Scripts does the like reverse psychology. He's like, no, 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 boys. Look, he's doing well. Yeah. Let him let him quit while he's ahead. And yeah. then it's like, no, I'm going to go. Wait, I want to play more. So he comes to the idea that how about if I win, I get like double all the money I've won. But if you, if I lose, then I keep all the money that I only came here with, which is like not a lot. And I'll hook up a title match. They say, what about a title match? And he says, yeah, I'll hook that up for you. 
against Tony D and Stax. I, I, I can get them to give you a title match. So Scripps says, you got yourself a deal. So next week's Scripps out the mud, taking on Chase and Duke. And those are the stipulations that Chase is, and Duke is like, whoa, Andre, like Mr. Chase, I don't know about that. When out of like, a corner of this back alley, the Italian lady, what's her, what's her name? Francesca. I can't I don't remember. think I've ever learned it. Rizzo? Something <laughs> Rizzo, right? Lizzo? Rizzo? No, that's someone else. Uh, Rizzo comes out of nowhere with her thick Italian accent. She wasn't smoking a cigarette, but imagine she was smoking a cigarette. With, like, dark hey, shadows. Chase making these decisions again, I see, huh? Oh, oh. And then pulls out her phone. Wait, uh, wait, Tony is about this. And then, Calls up Tony and basically she's just been following <laughs> Chase and says, you know, he's out here making promises against the family. And eventually, like, you can't hear what Tony's saying, but he's, she's like, okay, okay. So the deal is made and that next week, that is the stipulation. I don't think it was a very good deal for OTM here. Wouldn't you just, okay, so normally it's, it's double or nothing, right? Like yeah. I will put more money down yeah. and you either get that money or I get it. He, Andre Chase should have just gone, you know what? Give me a hundred bucks and I'll hook you up a match with these guys. Cause this is event- <laughs> essentially what's happening anyway, right? I mean, he's, it's not, like- it's not his tag titles he's putting on the line. Yeah. That makes sense. But he's like, Hey, if I lose, I'll fix this match for you. Okay. Right. It, it's kind of a bad deal, I think, but cause. Andre Chase either gets a whole load of money or he just keeps the money he's already got yeah. and sorts these guys out with a tag championship. He doesn't really lose much here, does he? He loses everything he's won, but he keeps like what a hundred bucks or what that he started with. Cause it looks, they're, they're acting like he's won like a lots of money and that that doubles that. So good. he comes out the same, really. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, this, we've got to find out her name who's it's rizzo or something yeah yeah, yeah. oh uh, my god she's a bit ridiculous yeah, she's yeah. very um what was she doing there <laughs> what was she doing there she's very like uh amateur dramatics bugsy malone yeah 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 oh wait till boss hears about this let me tell you yeah <laughs> it's like wait what? stacks and tony are ridiculous but i feel they embody it all a little bit more. Oh my god! Um, this come. this segment, man. NXT has been like, fuck. They beat me into submission of loving this crap they feed me that I love now so much. This was so ridiculous. And who says tape shows aren't worth watching? Oh right? my this god, so good. This the visual of them playing dice in an alley is just. Oh my god! I'll never, I'll never. Li- this is on my list for best, <laughs> best of. Like we've got to. A- Watch the whole movie of just all these okay. things put together, don't Pro- we? Proposition, yeah. In two weeks, when we come back to do the first up next of 2024, I want all the recommendations from anyone out there of all the weird promos and like this NXT has done this year. I want to do a best and worst of. We need to get a list of them and vote the best and the worst. Best meaning, <laughs> however you find it the best. <laughs> your 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 own uh, opinion. Do it. Just do a watch along of all like, of what, all of these. Okay. Make a YouTube playlist of the Chase oh U story. God. I don't know if I could do. I, I don't know if my body would be able to <laughs> handle that. But yeah, challenge accepted. Let us know. Were there any this year that stood out? Obviously, this one. Obviously, Von Wagner at Mr. Stone's house. Most of Von's. Most of them are Von. Yeah, yeah most of them Von, are Von. Von might win. Von, Some of the, the Von and Chase U. Tony, yeah, Chase U, Tony D, 
they've done all those yeah. silly ones this year, but wow, this one was, was up there. I got to give it to them again. They, they know their audience Oh yeah, playing dice in the back. Wow. Hot hand. So next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We go to the No Quarter Catch Club. Sorry, No Quarter Catch Crew? Yeah, what, what does that mean? So it's, hey... We want to buy Catch Point, and he's probably like, nah, I own it, so let's call it something else. And I guess that's what oh, they... What, so they just found four random words? What does this mean? There's no quarter. It's Catch Crew. What? No quarter. What does that mean? No quarter. <laughs> I don't know. 20... No quarter? No 25 cents. No quarter Catch Crew. That's what they're called. Just call them Catch Crew. Catch Crew. Yeah, that's definitely a lot better. It doesn't even abbreviate nicely. NQCC? It's horrible. What a terrible name. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's, it's definitely They're still not. doing the catch point pose. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's not a catch. That's not uh, copyright. <laughs> right. Just the name, probably. He, like, think about it. He's been using that name before and after WWE, and now all of a sudden he's using something else. No quarter catch crew. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Is it going to, is this like going to be like Diamond Mine where there's like all these people coming in and out? All the time. Of the crew, maybe. And then in the end, they don't even call them Diamond Mine in the end. Yeah. Right? Like, they're not they're calling them that on Raw. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Well, the mine's over. Just call them Diamond Mine. <laughs> 2.0. So, the Nor the No Quarter Catch crew, they have a match, but only one of them has the match because they said one of them was going to answer Dragon Lee's North American Championship Open Challenge here tonight. So this is Drew Gulak, uh, Damon Kemp, Charlie Dempsey, and Miles Bourne? Yes. Dragon Lee comes out. Uh, Is it only me, or does Dragon Lee's music sound like I threw it on the ground? Just sped up a little bit. (laughs) Uh, But before the, the match can happen, they have to reveal which one of them is going to face Dragon Lee. And in steps, out of the line... Little Willie Regal. Charlie Dempsey says, I'm the one fighting you tonight. But before the bell can ring, Gallus' music hits. Gallus' music hits. Gallus' music hits. They come out. And Joe Coffey says, I didn't hear a bell. Hey, this is an open challenge. Well, how about it? Me or him? Pick someone. And Dragon Lee says, I, I can't pick someone, so I'll pick both of you. So now the open challenge is in fact Dragon Lee versus Charlie Dempsey versus Joe Coffey in a triple threat, as they called it, the Divazio Universal open challenge here. And kind of uh, even more exciting, having three people in this match. Uh, they start to go off here. There's Coffey just hitting giant backbreakers, one on Lee and then one on Dempsey, which looked deadly, dropping him on his shoulder and, and head here. Uh, the Gallus boys try to get involved, but get kind of sent back. We get... Um, uh, sorry, Dempsey just like throwing Lee around with these like side suplexes as picture in picture. They're doing double submissions on dragon, like different back Boston crabs and crossface kind of combos. When we come back, there's a tower of power, superplex combo. Uh, Booker T says uh, that dragon Lee is out here playing craps, like taking on 
a third opponent in this match. And it, I just screamed at the TV. No, no, no. That was the last segment, actually, where they were doing it in the back alley. Um, we have then Lee firing back, hitting both guys with triangle drop kicks. Um, there's crazy back and forth between all of them. Coffee even stepping up here gets uppercut from Dempsey. Uh, there's Germans and belly to bellies and tornado DDTs. Eventually, Coffee gets double stomped and then we see Joe Gacy slide kind of under the ring, kind of showing his face and eventually grabs the legs of Joe Coffey and pulls him under the ring like a scary movie here as he's screaming and he gets dragged under the ring, leaving Dempsey alone in the ring with Dragon Lee, who hits Charlie with the Operation Dragon, the Destino, for the one, two, three and retains the North American title in a pretty sweet triple threat match. Yeah, I, I think this has been one of NXT's strengths recently is the kind of multi-man matches we've had. We've had some really killer like four ways and triple threats recently. Um, yeah, uh, Charlie Dempsey continuing to impress. I think I think this is the right person to have the title. If you're not going, obviously you can't go with Wesley right now. Having Dragon Lee do a open challenge and just highlight some of the other great talent you've got in NXT right now in killer matches, it's a good thing. Joe Coffey, I can't say particularly does it for me a whole lot, but played his part in this match as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, we we definitely are pretty honest. And when he shines, he's actually pretty good. And But sometimes he's just kind of there. But for here, he had his spot. He was actually perfect. He was the base god mm. in this match. He was the one that was letting Dragon Lee do all the stuff on the other or vice versa. So I think he played a good part in this. I'm loving Charlie Dempsey, man. Yeah, me too. You're talking, everyone's talking about, oh, all these releases, their time's coming up. Where's Ziggler going to go? Where's who going to go? That means there's got to be time for one of the releases on the other way. We're going to see Papa show up real soon on WWE programming, right? Yeah, like it's it's been over a year now, no? Regal should be allowed back on TV very soon. And I have a feeling once they're allowed to, he will be on TV. I feel like it was a year or something, wasn't it? Or was it yeah. the duration of his con- original contract for something AW like something that? Like yeah. That? So, yeah. Um, but I, I think have him shine on his own. Like, I think you need to establish him before you do the pairing, but it would be cool at some point to like have Regal as kind of the leader of the, the NQCC. <laughs> yeah. I mean, down the line, definitely. I see Regal on main roster programming right yeah. away. CM Punk stuff. There's stuff there that they can oh, definitely, boy. right? Yeah. Right. There's some stuff, but. Man, the char- like Regal Jr., I'm seeing it, guys. Like, I know he looks like Pete Dunn. He's just literally a carbon copy, but man, he's good. Obviously, he's got Regal's blood in his brains, but in his veins, sorry. But one day, Danielson will go back to the Fed and retire with Regal's son. Mm. I'm calling it. He has to. But yeah, this is probably the highlight of the show for me. Yeah, and the crowd really got into this one as well. Some that it seemed the most engaged they were throughout the show. After the match, it's over, and the the no quarter catch crew. Let me make sure I say. It right beat down on dragon lee but for the save outcome legato del fantat no wait that's not what they're called anymore the lwo, LWO. they come in wiki wild and uh, cruz del toro. yeah cruz del toro that's right yeah for the save so i imagine we get some sort of multi did they announce this for next week they i don't know if they did necessarily but i imagine it it is so probably what do you reckon uh drew and charlie against these two yeah yeah, yeah, be yeah. Pretty good. We go to Trick and Mello backstage, and Trick is like telling Mello how he's pretty upset with what happening with Ridge and Ilya, and Mello just goes, "That's 
that's how he's getting the triple threat. Damn, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you said it earlier. Like he's far way too obvious. Yeah, it, wrestling is like is like stage theater and stuff, right? You have to like when you're in certain things, like you have to be so over to get that. Like you're like project. Yeah. to like. <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. Like a lot of time. Well, I mean, in ring, especially, you're projecting to an arena yeah. and you're projecting to a camera, but it's like, yeah, really trying to get this across. Oh, why didn't I think of that? I mean, and wouldn't Trick be like, what? well, I think, I think his gripe, he was selling it to, to Trick, like, hey, man, like, if you put me in that triple threat, I'd yeah. have had your back. And now you're in a situation where uh, Ridge could be in this and your odds are lower. So he was going like, man, I told you I could have helped you out here. Yeah. I, I, he could have been like fatal four-way. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Make it. We go to Luca Crucifino, the breakout tournament. It's the lawyer taking on Tavian Heights. We got a lawyer taking on a guy in Bret Hart tights. I was disappointed we didn't get the full lawyer entrance. I think especially with Luca not going over, you want to highlight their strengths and his his strength is law. <laughs> what what would he have? His his music is like people's. Well, court we've seen remix. him handing out cards, haven't we? Right. Yeah. You know, like what do you want him to do? Come out and sue somebody? <laughs> I don't know. Like gavel. Um, not no. That's a judge. Oh yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Just like instead of just coming out with music, you know, come out with the mic, like talk himself to the ring, sell him himself, and be like, or like be like, hey, I'm gonna put uh a beat down on you, but you know what? Here's my card. I'll help you sue WWE for putting you in this danger, dangerous predicament <laughs> or something like that. And then Tavion suplexes the shit out. Yeah. Of him. Right. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't so. know. Right. We saw, I think we saw it once by accident when it was meant to cut to commercial break and he just did a warm up for the crowd we did or it, something. Yeah. We watched a show during uh, maybe a year or so ago and oh, it, was, it was a few months. A few months ago? This year, yeah. It was this year? Yeah. We watched it and we talked about it on a show and we got a bunch of listeners messaging us like, what? I didn't see that. What are you talking about? And we were like, oh, there's a lawyer gimmick. It was like on the BT feed. Yeah, it was weird. But then like we kind of knew this lawyer guy has been working here for a while. So yeah, we have a lawyer. I do think a a Saul Goodman lawyer character will absolutely work, especially when we've got, you know, Andre Chase in debt. Right. He'll need a shitty cheap lawyer who will do dodgy dealings. We've got the mob who are paying him. Like he fits perfectly in this crazy world we live in. I just thought they could have maybe reminded us a bit. Comes out, points to people. You're guilty. He's just wearing dress cap pants. And- he is wearing, he does have like a, a, a certain stuff and, and that he takes off yeah. to wrestle and w- wrestles in suit pants. But yeah, a, a, a lawyer in wrestling, there's, there's got to be room for that in wrestling. Like we've seen it, David Otunga. Yeah. Right everyone hates lawyers so sure luca cristofino call them soon he doesn't even have a name they that rhymes until they you like like I, I do love the name luca cristofino but like because it's funny but it doesn't have the jingle like it's all good man or Goodman. like hurt in a car call william tar yeah. like you need something like what could his like hurt call luca it's like i don't know you know yeah oh. <laughs> doesn't there's nothing that like i'm trying to write him a jingle and it doesn't necessarily yeah. yeah. Like here in Toronto, we have diamond and diamond. Nothing's tougher than a diamond. Crucifino. Crucifino. Make, we'll... make things finer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the lawyer taking on the guy in Bret Hart tights, Tavian Heights. 
And uh, this guy gets some some great offense in. He hits a huge flapjack tilt to whirl, uh, a side slam, and then some crazy belly to bellies. A German suplex sending Luca just flying here. He's got it. He eventually hits the like the Tazplex, but the front capture mm. Tazplex as well. And then his finish is like a running belly to belly. And I think of all the world star fights I've watched over the years where real fights end this way. This, I often hate this move. I was never a fan of the, the Bailey to belly yeah. that Bailey did. Uh, but this one, the speed he like, as you said, like ran into it and then twisted around. Yeah, like this time. happens in real fights. This it is a, always, great. yeah. Uh, I thought this guy looked really impressive. I'm a sucker for just big dudes throwing people around with killer suplexes. So I, yeah, this this guy stood out to me. And he's he's got a look. His his gear might need a bit of changing, but I kind of like the wild hair as well. That it it makes him stand out from the this pack. I think. Yeah, I've never seen this guy before. Only heard of him when it, this tournament started, but right away, like had my peak interest. I'm like, whoa, this guy looks like a suplex. He was doing all the like properly like he looked good it, luca made him look, look really good selling those things too i'd say i didn't really get enough of crucifino to kind no, of see and that's kind of why i'm saying i'd have yeah. liked maybe more character if he's just going to get fed to the, yeah to the wolves here. but definitely a story coming out of this is like hey uh this tavion heights could could definitely be something so it means we're going to get big lads wrestling in the semi-final because it's tavion tavion heights versus Obafemi, who's another Big lad, I need to see him throwing shit. Yeah, yeah. We're having a let's see you can throw the other person off. Definitely, yeah. That actually already like from just knowing little of these two characters, I'm like, whoa, these two are gonna fight. That's Haas fight for sure. So definitely has my interest. So got to give credit. Maybe Tavion Heights is up next, possibly. Uh, We go next to a great video. I thought we were watching Lord of the Rings again for a second because they had the the elf. The elvish uh, commentary, the voice talking mm-hmm. over the smooth, subtle oh, woman's Kate voice. Yeah, yeah, it sounded just like her. As they're talking about the both traveled superstars here for Lyra Valkyria and Blair Davenport, we see one of them's come traveled across the world from Ireland to the U.S., and one has traveled from New Zealand to U.K. to Japan and back to U.S. And somehow these two have never faced each other, and they were meant to face in NXT UK, but an injury stopped that and that's ever, never happened. So they've been going on similar paths and they've made it here, but they're very much unalike as they kind of cut from Blair kind of in this like gothic background somewhere outside. Pretty cool. Uh, saying like she's, she's, she's mean and she's not here. She's not here to make friends. And then she said a word I'm not familiar with skullduggery. Uh, Skullduggery, yeah. Nigel uses it a lot. Skullduggery. Skullduggery. She's cracking skulls. No, I think it's... I'm going to get the proper definition here. The urban dictionary. Uh, It's, yeah, underhanded. Like, yeah, underhanded tactics. Like being... She's mean. She's evil. Yeah, sly and, and, yeah, kind of cheating and that kind of thing. I'll say they had great uh, shot of Lyra, like walking, I, I guess, Ireland, where it's like, it's kind of zooms out almost like a drone shot, but just beautiful, like on this huge landscape where she's walking. Mm-hmm. Again, very Lord of the Rings type shots here. Not quite your prime target, but kind of on the, the way to that with kind of, I, I actually didn't realize, I think we were talking about it the past little while, like, hey, have these two fought? I'm sure they have, have tangled at some point. And it turns out, no, that actually isn't the case. So um, I know 
Blair can definitely get her, her not so much her fans on things, but I, I'm kind of now interested in this match. I, I am too. I think this kind of sold it for me a lot more. Um, I think both are like Lyra has been impressing us a lot this yeah. year. Blair, maybe a lot has down to her partner. We've seen her. Basically, she had a feud with Gigi Dolan, who I, I don't really rate in ring. And I don't think would have got the best out of Bea Priestley. Uh, sorry, um, Blair, Blair Davenport. But Lyra is the best there. So I think these two could have a pretty good match. I could actually even see uh, Blair taking the title. Wow. Um, I think it's, we see if it's often a lot easier to, uh, to have a heel champion and the baby faces chase. Um, I don't know if there's a whole lot of matches for Lyra, like facing heels. I'm trying to think of heels in the division who are ready. Tiff. Tiff again. Again. Yeah. Right. So whereas maybe having a, uh, Blair Davenport, you then can have a uh, Fallon Henley go after her, Roxanne Perez go after her again. There's maybe a few more like stronger wrestlers on the babyface side who could face her. Yeah. And also would put her over as a super mean heel, like just ending this reign pretty short. I, I definitely am way on more into Lyra right now than Blair, but I definitely think it's time to shine for Blair, like definitely step up a bit more. I didn't think she did the most in the Iron Survivor match. I think a lot of the others kind of outshined her, but she did, she did win it and giving this opportunity. I have seen stuff from her before, before WWE mm. that I'm like, Oh, nice. Okay. So definitely interested in this. Uh, I don't know if it's time to take it off Lyra just yet, but you are right. Like who else is there for her to fight? Like, uh, I went. RYN is saying in the chat, Nikita Lyons as well. She's basically got all these feuds set up with all the women she took out. Yeah. You know, Soruka once she's back going for this it. This video showed sleepy Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu, yeah, when she's, she's still ready. sleeping. Yeah. She should come back and cosplay the match. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you can always spin off into other feuds that way. But yeah, um, yeah I, I wonder. But this definitely made me more interested in this match. Yeah, with the cool Lord of the Rings video for this. We go to Lyra kind of backstage watching this promo when Nikita Lyons just shows up. She says, don't worry, I'll take care of your freak problem, referring to Tatum Paxley next in a match. But just know I came back to to take care of Blair. But when you do, I came back for that too. Kind of pointing at the women's championship. Uh, this is when I realized, I mean, I, I did realize earlier, but... We're not used to here on NXT, at least watching live every Tuesday, the fake piped in crowd noise, hmm. except when it's a tape show. Cause I don't know what it was, but when Nikita Lyons says, and I'm here for that too, the crowd went, yeah, <laughs> they were piping in the crowd in the weirdest times it's in this show. Like it's so bizarre. Just make the show sound like it normally sounds. Yeah. Like. Why would, because then next week when I hear or whatever, Ilya is going to be out there and it's like crickets. It's like, wow, no one cares about him, but they really love Nikita. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people do, but you know, just so bizarre that, yeah. that the piped in noise. We go to the metaphor. They're backstage. Noam Dar says this time of year, I want to give to the less fortunate. So Noam Claus, as they call him, is going to give that boy josh briggs a chance that little drummer boy sorry josh briggs he's not little no. at all <laughs> like he's twice the size no easily so twice that's what makes it funny. Yeah. he says father christmas noam claus will defend against that drummer boy happy christmas happy festivus that's next week so maybe just maybe josh can get it from him 
Mm. Yeah. We go to... They're definitely building up Josh as this singles. Yeah, as we'll now. see. I think yeah. he actually really shone in that Men's Iron Survivor. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm into that. Uh, Ginobili in the chat says, Skull Duggery was a good rapper from the late 90s, dead now. Oh, man, rip. Rip. Skull Duggery. Nikita Lyons taking on Tatum Paxley. We got Tatum being really gothy, really evil, kind of wearing red and black here. Uh, she nails Nikita with this like sliding elbow, actually, that I thought looked pretty good. But Nikita comes back and starts hitting all these like feet moves, including like a sweeping kick, a move where she looks like she's falling, but really like is kicking you. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, it was actually. cool. It looked pretty good. The educated feet. Yes. Nikita Lyons, very educated. She then comes out with like even more kicks, leg sweeps. Uh, but then as as I say to you, we're watching this together, I go, hey, she's looking pretty good. And as you said that, you're like, yeah, she is. She hits this butt move that I really don't know what, what the, th- that one was. She just like sat on her in the corner, but not like eat my butt. Yeah, it was kind of weird. So uh, she then hits this other kick. This one looked like it smacked Tatum right in the Tatum right in the face. I want like Tatum's bleeding at the end of this match from the nose. I I think it was one of the punches because as we're watching, I go her strikes look good though because one punch looked really snug, yeah, really good. That she hit kick, her, but yeah, uh, a bit too snug. I she think. hits her with this like knockout roundhouse kick to the face, and then her butt to the face leg drop. Yes, she brought that move back. One, two, three. Nikita wins. Tatum like crawls to the corner, showing she's like got this bloody nose and covered in blood as she's kind of sitting there enjoying it. But Nikita wins, getting some offense. I think it, it's got to be tough for Nikita. She's been out for such a long time. When she was there, it was the 2.0 crop. We in a year of her being gone, we've gone back to like. Lyra Valkyria, Tiffany Stratton, even Becky was here, right? We're getting like some top notch in ring kind of people. And Nikita was someone who was still learning when she was just here. So she still like got to pick up on the in ring stuff. I didn't think she looked necessarily bad here. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, but no, it's got to be tough. I, I think in NXT, you see a lot of these, these like new green talents. They're pretty good at finding flashy things for them to do. You know, like when Tiffany started, she'll do some like acrobatics, like her her flips, that her moonsault would look good. And that would be enough to kind of get by on. And then as they progress, they're in like longer, more serious matches and it's threading everything together. I think of when um, like a, like a Casey Catanzaro started, she'd do her American Ninja Warrior stuff and that was it. Now she can wrestle and have a proper full match. Yeah. I think with, with like Nikita and like Lola Vice, I'd say at this point, their strikes look good, but we haven't really seen them pushed into anything more than just show off your strikes yet. And you're right, like Nikita's been off for the best part of this year and she will have to have a lot of catching up. But I, I thought her kicks and stuff has always looked look decent enough here. Yeah, yeah, I, I did like her kick. I mean, she clearly kicked her in the head or something. One of them, the nose. Tatum's completely regressed though, for me. I... I found her interesting when she was you know trying to join diamond, diamond mine. mine and being with ivy nile and that kind of thing and they've just made her they've made her like nikki cross light but no real explanation and it just feels like there are so many gothy characters in in wrestling yeah and so what she's just crazy and gothy but there's not 
yeah, as I said, there's not really been an explanation. It's not like she's Alexa Bliss who got kidnapped or Nikki Cross who's just what? insane. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just like suddenly she's like, oh, actually, I'm not in Diamond Mine, so I'm now weird. Spooky. And I, I think she's kind of, yeah, she's been in there, the company like a while now, I feel, and she's kind of in a lower position than she was a year ago. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it'll work, but some of the wrestling she does is pretty good so definitely we get hank and tank backstage they're getting ready for their match and they're saying we're going to turn body shots turn to knockouts they keep repeating it saying they're ready you're ready to bash some heads in we see fallon briggs and jensen and fallon's kind of wiping away garbage and mop water all off herself and jensen's like are you okay fallon and she says no i'm not okay and she's super fired up I'm embarrassed, I'm pissed off, and when I see Tiff, oh, let me tell you, she thinks she's a hard worker, she's not a hard worker, and I'm not done with her, and kind of storms off, and Jensen says, well, like, she's, I've never seen her fired up like that, and Briggs says, yeah, well, she's got reason to, and Jensen says, what about you, next week, man, it's official, you got your, your, your cup match against Noam Dar and you know, me and Fallon will be out there supporting you because you know, he'll have metaphor out there. And Briggs says, you know what? Actually, I, I want to do this on my own. I hope you guys can understand, but I need to ride solo, brother. So he doesn't have a, this is the, the one match you need a corner man. You need that guy with the bucket and the towel. Think about it. He was not, he didn't have them at the thing. He didn't win, but he was pretty he impressed he did well yeah i think he could win it without them and that starts his like oh maybe i don't need you guys yeah kind of thing uh i i think the three of these seem so natural together now yeah. like where it felt really forced those first vignettes where they clearly just threw these guys together and they're like you're the new apa now you, i it looks like they're real friends in real life and i think their performances are so much stronger the addition of fallon really works with them i think they're all coming into their own and I'd kind of hate to see them split because I like them as a unit, but yeah. maybe, you know, keep them as friends, but have them explore singles things. Cause I think Brooks, Brooks is so young still. Yeah. And he's come a long way. So, uh, they're definitely playing some kind of dissension here. It's a bit similar to the mellow and trick thing, you know, tag teams that are like, ah, I want to do it on my own. It's kind of running the same story on the same show. But, um, so you think Briggs could win? I mean, that could be a, a fun, or he loses and it's like, oh, you should have had us out there. Yeah. I, I asked you, I told you, like, they, or they do, interfere. Or do you do, they interfere and Brooks runs out to help and, and costs cost him, him and then yeah. Briggs is mad. I can't imagine anyone getting mad over the cup. <laughs> but yeah. People love this cup. <laughs> the, people really want people to be love cup this cup champion. We go to Hank and Tank versus Gallus. The Gallus boys on top. We see uh, they got gear. How would you explain uh, what Hank and Tank are wearing? Do they wear different gear every week? I think so. He was wearing construction outfit like the Eliminators in ECW. They were wearing their shirts. I don't know what. So this they're is. like short shorts with. They're still kind of construction-y, aren't they? They look like construction workers. They're, you they're see, a bit yeah. like YMCA construction workers here. You know, <laughs> Seth Rogen people. dressed in village. People. Right. The, the shorts are a little little short. They look like Stone Cold Steve Austin shorts. Oh, they're a lot shorter than that. I mean, Austin was. Oh, Austin, it. yeah, in the in the nineties, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I it works for Hank. No, it works for no, Tank. no. It, it works for Tank because Tank. Tank has this kind of uh, little out there 
uh, personality. Hank, I don't know what we've seen him in so many different types of gear. We yeah. saw him just in a shirt and pants. It's just Seth Rogen. We saw him in a singlet. We've seen him in this. Um, I don't, I don't know what he can do to make him look like a wrestler. He's got the size of a wrestler, yeah. clearly. Just whenever I look at him, he's just a bloke. Yeah. Maybe shave the head, grow the hair out. I don't know. Wear a mask. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, he's tried a few things, clearly, but it's like, oh, but man. I like this as a, at least as a uniform for them both, but I think Tank definitely pulls it off a bit better. Yeah, he's got like the body of Rhino. Yeah. And then you got Seth Rogen. It's just a weird combo. Uh, we see Tank, sorry, which Hank is this. Hank is the bloke and Tank is the tank. Tank is the tank. Tank hits these like jumping standing sentons, which look pretty good early on here. Eventually they do double clotheslines to send Gallus boys outside. They keep putting on chin locks and headlocks, which definitely doesn't get my, these guys are all like, talking explosive and knockouts. And then they just keep putting chin yeah. locks on. It was very, uh, underwhelming. Uh, Hank then gets beat on for a bit here, but eventually. Get hits like a pounce type move to get the hot tag, but the ref was telling Tank like, "Hey, you have to get the tag rope," but he doesn't, and he tags in, and the ref's like, "No, nah, I'm not accepting it. You weren't holding the tag rope." So any tag team wrestlers out mm-hmm. there, follow the rules. Eventually, there's a spin kick. Actually, it looks like Mark Coffey hits a little trouble in paradise as his finisher and gets the one, two, three. So Gallus win this match. Yeah, I didn't think a whole lot. Of yeah. this to be honest i i do like tanks like fire up spots like he's definitely the exciting one in the team he's the one who lost a tooth in the match before right yeah yes Tank. yeah uh but yeah this it was a bit too much gallus on this show for me yeah and this match didn't really, <laughs> never enough gallus really pure gallus we go yeah I, I i kind of agree it didn't do too much for me but i i, I like my gallus but they need they need those jerseys strange I'm not a soccer footy guy but those those are not the best colors for scotland scotland just steal oh sorry ireland colors like no it's it's uh green it's rangers it's their football team right okay got it we see rangers yeah dijack sitting in boss man's office with a table with all these like nightsticks and stuff it's dark he's wearing sunglasses inside maybe i don't hate Sorry, celtic 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 i think yeah yeah they're green and white yeah yeah go with that uh, Dijak says, look what I did to you, Eddie Thorpe. And next week I'll see you in the underground and throws the chair. He thinks he's Champa. Yeah. He thinks he's boss man, the Terminator and now Champa. Champa. Yeah. <laughs> but he wears sunglasses inside, so he can't be all that bad. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward. Yeah. That match sounds like it's going to bang. We get a promo from Tiffany. She's pretty fired up backstage. She says, look at you, Fallon. I put you in your place. You're, you're used to serving and waiting on people like me, but I wouldn't even step foot in your trashy bar. You don't deserve to live in the same world as I live in. Jeez, that's a little mean. You'll never be me and you'll always be trash. So I'll see you at New Year's Evil. So are we getting a gimmick match on this one as well? No, Tiff said what it is. Oh, sorry. What did she say? Tiff said, if I win, you are my servant. Oh, my God. Which is one of the best stipulations in wrestling. I mean, yeah, everyone rolling their eyes, but let's be honest. It's got to be one of the best. Oh, it always works. Uh, It's been a couple of years. Like, they've dusted this one off. I think last time was, what, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. And I thought that worked. That was pretty fun. Okay, so hold on. Okay, so if Tiff wins, Fallon is her servant. What happens if Fallon wins? 
They didn't establish yeah, that. Yeah, okay. But she gives her. Money. I think it would be more interesting seeing, you know, Tiff, Tiff, bussing at the bar. Oh yeah, Gallus Tank and Hank again, rowdy at Big Daddy's, Fallon's bartending, and she's like, Tiff, I need more ice. I ran out of bud. Like, why, why have you put the why have you put the warm ones in the front? Rotate them, Tiff. <laughs> Someone's puked in the men's. Clean it. Wow, this is. You're saying, yeah, yeah, I want it this way too. So Tiffany has said, if you lose, you're my servant. But I bet Fallon next week will say, yeah, well, if I win, you become mine. We're going to get a Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell overboard situation here. We're going to have Tiffany being down and getting, you know, trying to serve drinks and stuff, like like you said. So that makes more fun, makes it more funny. I think so. Often often you you tend to have the baby face being the servant. Yeah. I see them break out of it. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, could could this lead to them being maybe a tag team? Whoa! As well, like, I I think these two are the 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 two I definitely think to watch. Like again, Fallon is someone who's just been chilling in this role, but once she gets the moments, she shines. She's got so much personality. Yeah, and she's I, great. I hope when they move her up, she's not just generic. Like yeah, with all due respect, Candice LeRae right now on Raw, who is just there. Who and I think Candice is great, but I I hope both both these ca- characters have so much personality that they show all the time um so yeah i'm i'm kind of down for the wow. the servant match best match ever servants in yeah. wrestling uh, was it jbl Shawn michaels was jbl's servant at one point we've had that yeah I'm trying to think about there's got there's many in the world of wrestling but wow can't wait uh that's on new year's evil whenever we find the true stipulation but next week it's briggs versus dar we have the breakout tournament matches and the uh the sorry i already said the the cup match as well and possibly the dragon lee open challenge as well so lots of fun stuff on next week's boxing day edition but it's time for our main event here the nxt champion Ilya dragunov taking on ridge the fridge holland as i call him uh outcomes i i never really noticed this i guess i i think i have and i've said this to you or whoever we've been watching somewhat of main roster stuff but their theme song the brawly brutes is a band trying to recreate shipping off to Boston. Like it sounds very similar. I know they're British and the, and the Irish thing is, is different, but they clearly like were inspired by that song. It sounds very similar. We have Ridge clubbing Ilya early on here. He's obviously a bit bigger than Dragonov, but we know Dragonov is the guy who usually clubbing people and chopping people. And I spoke too soon because Ilya just starts to fire back at him like, no, that's not a slap this is. And just starts lighting up Ridge's chest here. There's It's red already here. Uh, eventually he hits him with a German suplex and Ridge comes back with one of his own. They start exchanging things back and forth. When Ridge is in control, he puts Ilya on the ropes and goes for the 10 beats of the Baron. But he, he stops and he kind of thinks about it. And I'm like, yeah, earlier you're like, I want to be my own man and this and that. So he's like, no, I shouldn't do it, which costs him. And Ilya says, all right, well, I'll do it. And gives him 10 slaps of the dragon, I guess, if you want to call it something, and just starts murdering him here. There's then a suplex from Ridge that's countered into a DDT by Ilya. Ridge comes back with a pump kick for a near fall. Uh, both of them are getting back, and eventually it's Ridge who runs at Ilya. I'm not quite sure what he hits him with here. And Ilya goes down, doing his best Peter Griffin. <laughs> <sighs> when the ref checks on him, tells Ridge to back up. Trainers come in and check on him. 
And the bell has not been rung. Nothing has happened, but they're selling it as if Ilya Dragunov is injured and the camera showing people checking on him, showing Ridge's reaction and face, basically like shocked and sorry that this has happened to him again. As NXT kind of goes off the air with them putting Ilya in a neck brace on a stretcher and stretching him out as the show goes off the air. I I fucking hate this, and I feel like this has been such a trope in the last two years because we've we've bitched about this before. Like, it makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, uh, we've seen we've seen Ilya's matches where they're beating the ever loving piss out of each other until one's down enough. It's it's a combat sport. We're watching a show that's pretending like to be a a legit combat sport where you beat someone up enough so you pin their shoulders to the mat or you get them to submit or you knock them out or technical knockout, which this is, you know? it. You shouldn't be, in my opinion, in my opinion blurring the lines between uh, the performers getting injured and the characters getting injured because the characters getting injured in the context of a wrestling match just means you lose the match. Yeah. The right? bell the bell should have rung and the it's bell over. should have won Ridge Holland's won. He's yeah. he's incapacitated his opponent in a world where we have last man standing matches where you beat someone up enough that they can't answer a ten count. Like you and you're basically playing with the audience to be like to get them to remember times where someone has legit had like a career threatening injury in the match and you've thrown up at the X and you abandon everything and I am all for that. If if a if a performer is hurt during the match, yeah. like legit hurt, you stop it. You forget about all storylines, everything. You just make sure that person's as safe as possible. But doing it as an angle makes zero fucking sense. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I don't like when they do this. To I, I think it's inter- It's the whole part of it is like, oh, is you know, when Danielson has a match and it's like, is he actually hurting? Like, that's definitely part of the lore of wrestling. Like, whoa, is he selling or is he, you know, that's, that's it. That's been, you know, a, a tale of wrestling. But in today's world of like the reality era of wrestling, like, no, why would you storyline wise? It doesn't make re, kayfabe wise. It doesn't make sense. And sto- like real life, it doesn't make sense that you would just like, UFC. Uh, if you break someone's arm with a submission, you still win the match. It's not a no contest. Yeah, you like, win. You go on cage match for this match. It's a no contest. With right. like in your seat, you break someone's arm. You can regret that after the fact. You can be like, "Man, I'm really sorry. I broke his arm." Yeah, but you still get that win. You know, it just and we see this all the time. We see it in uh, AEW do it every time they go to commercial break. Every time they go to commercial break, Danielson or Sammy Guevara or whoever is selling oh i'm hurt and it's like you've been on the floor for three minutes yeah hurt. the match is over buddy like, yeah yeah you lost yeah it's something in wrestling like obviously like oh is he hurt and this and that but to do it uh, in today's age where a guy is known people do say things about this guy who's hurt people yeah. people are angry that this guy's hurt some people before on this show before he he hurt someone else on the main roster. Mm-hmm. We talked about years ago. Wow, he hurt someone on this show. Then he did it again, and it's serious injuries. And yet, still, you want to like that's that's this guy's character. I think playing like I've 
I enjoy when Danielson plays up the, yeah, the but... eye or the head injury or whatever in the context of the match. Yeah. Like that works, but to just do this sort of injury angle, it's, it really doesn't work for me, which I think is a shame because I, I think Ridge has improved a lot. And I said earlier on the show, I like watching big lads throw people around and, and Ridge is like that. Ridge has that kind of almost unpredictability that you see with a, a Lesnar or someone like I do quite like him. And he has had unfortunate moments, obviously, not just him hurting other people, but he had a horrific injury himself. Yeah. Like, what, both his knees, like, blew out when yeah. Lorcan was frying at him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, and injuries are going to happen. Is it, he's unsafe? I don't know. Like, you'd have to speak to, to wrestlers. Like, he's been in a situation where he has hurt people. So has your world heavyweight champion in Seth Rollins. Like, injuries happen in wrestling. It, yeah. And to play it up as an angle, I, I just, mainly it just doesn't make sense. No, also, okay, like, yeah, we want to look at it that way. Also, like, we have a hot story going on right now. Yeah. Why the fuck would this be the time to do, hey, what about Ridge Holland? Yeah. <laughs> Let's give Ridge you, the guy who injures people. Wait, we just had a fucking pay-per-view where the main match was a guy winning the number one contender spot for the show in a few weeks. That's the match that we've been told that's the match. And now our champion has gotten quote unquote injured from a guy who's known for injuring people. So is it who take- in his promo said, Oh man, that sucks. Everyone thinks I injured people. What? Why? This is, t- who wrote this? this so is, is bad. it to take, is it to, cancel the match on new year's evil i assume is it like well that's that's the next show no like that's do the we ha- do we have another show i mean we've got a tape show next week we have a show Ilya's next week gonna be off because he's gonna be yeah. this injury and then uh the show after that will be like what second of yeah second of january, second of january. Is, a, is a wednesday is new, is year's new year's evil yeah so so bizarre i imagine the match isn't going ahead or is this so Trick can beat an injured Ilya. Oh, okay. And to somewhat protect Ilya in that. And then so what, weird. Ridge is going to face Trick. I don't know. Like, I, I'm all for having Ridge back here. Yeah. You're completely right. Yeah. The timing just seems a bit muddy at this point. Yeah, I'm not against, hey, Ridge actually sounded okay in his promo and, and looked good in this match. Fuck, he looked fine. He was hitting some sick moves. He was going toe-to-toe with one of the best wrestlers on the world right now. And... Yet this was the time they chose to do this when like there is a lot going on in this storyline. And then to piss me off with the injury thing. It's like, really? That's what you did? Like to have Ridge there, like what's going on in the corner like, acting scared? It's okay. Like, last time they did something like this was with Roxanne Perez after the Sadamora match. Where's Sadamora, by the way? Oh yeah. <laughs> we miss you. Yeah. Um, and Sean vacated the title. Do you remember? Oh, like, right, right, right. Is right. that how we are? We just gonna pull it off, uh, Ilya, and just oh, go to Trick God. Mellow for the vacated title? Is that what we're doing? Like, I, I don't know. It's very weird. But I'd imagine this match pro- possibly isn't actually gonna happen. I'll tell you, they got they turned me into like such a fan of the Trick storyline. Ilya being involved, somewhat of this like love triangle, like he literally said, and then. Hey, let's throw the guy who's injury. It just is, just doesn't make sense. It's like watching a TV show where they just randomly throw a character monkey wrenches the whole like arc of what's going on. Mm. It's it's very bizarre. I did not like the way the show ended at all, and I can't believe that it's not like 
he loses the match and then after he like beats the shit out of him. Yeah. That would have been great. Great. Yeah. Ridge is a monster now. Put book him in matches. But no, it wasn't even that. The match stops halfway through and he's like, ah. It's like, what? I really hated it. Re- really, really was a letdown. This is one of the best fucking wrestlers. And this is what you're booking him to do? Like, what? Get it. Get out of here. There's definitely a, a rip. Maybe they just shouldn't do tape shows in NXT. Sean. I mean, they did pretty doing? well with tape shows for quite a long time. It's hottest period <laughs> ever was tape shows. Yeah, I guess. Uh, this is the hottest period ever. See, no, get get on that cage match and change this for a win to Ridge. Justice Ridge, Ridge wins. Uh, Ridge won. Yeah. He just beat the champion. Murdered and, he, him. and he felt he couldn't even celebrate. He felt bad about it. Poor Ridge. Justice for Ridge. Yeah, definitely a head scratcher here, but we shall see. So that was NXT. Uh, there was some good wrestling. That triple threat, definitely the highlight when it came to that. I liked Dragonov and Ridge up until the, the, the yep. no contest, but yeah, it, it didn't get to like any next level. But, uh, my highlight of the show was the triple threat and the Andre Chase shooting dice <laughs> in the back alley. So. Uh, a mixed bag, as per usual. Not maybe not on the highest of their lately. This but... wasn't on the level of some yeah. of their recent shows, yeah. but it it's that weird period. It's it's winding down for the end of the it's holidays. Holidays. Not as many people probably watching around this time. It's taped, uh, so it was still enjoyable, but definitely not to the heights it's been recently. Well, that's what we thought. We have a feedback thread. Join the Poison Rana Facebook page. There's a link that takes you to the Poison Rana Facebook group. Join that. And we post up feedback threads every week and memes and all sorts of fun stuff. But Tuesdays, we post the thread here. And I see we have a lot of people tuning in here. I'll read one of the first ones here. Andrew McDonald writes in the show tonight was not their best outing the Cora jade backstage oh i completely i actually our 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 internet was fine so far knock on wood but our internet went down when Cora jade had a segment with Gigi. so apologies i kind of forgot to talk about Mm. that uh my bad guys andrew says the Cora jade backstage segment in the women's locker room may have been one of the worst segments i've ever seen on a wwe produced television show in quite some time Maybe I need to. We need to go back. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch this segment, Andrew. Thank you. And while NXT is in a good place for showcasing women in ring, as far as writing backstage segments for them, they need to find someone else to do that. Uh, I think he's referring to like they do a lot of the backstage bickering, just bad dialogue in the women's locker room. Yeah. The invisible camera also doesn't help the Andre Chase story, as clearly this man has a problem, and is nobody trying to stop him from gambling at all? One thing I do like is the no quarter catch club fighting legionnaires, (laughs) but maybe they could cut the name down a bit. (laughs) Thank you for the was next (laughs) reference there, Andrew. Yes, our our favorite, the original stable of NXT. The, the money, money making, making fighting, fighting legionnaire. <laughs> I don't I even like think, I them. feel like we're missing some words. The in money mate. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. What people, he continues, what people are going to remember about tonight though was the final angle. Last week, a lot came out about it and I still believe it's a bad idea. Firstly, Booker T buried the story during the match. He's talking about how, th- how this is the hurt game. And yeah, it is. In the context of kayfabe, what is an unsafe worker? The story feels like they wanted to try something that maybe they thought was too clever, and I don't think it works. Yep. Agreed, Andrew. Thank you. We go to Magan, who says, An okay episode highlighted by an entertaining triple threat match for the North American title. What's left of the LWO linking up with Dragon Lee planted the seeds for an LWO versus LDF feud. If I had my way, I'd call up Electra Lopez. And when Ray gets the green light, that'll be a good mid-card feud for SmackDown. Or NXT if they want to bolster a pay-per-view. 
The main event had a triggering ending. The biggie wound is still fresh for more than a year removed, but I'm glad all that belly aching a week ago was for nothing. Ilya Dragunov is exceptional at his job, despite the bad taste that angle left in my mouth. Melo trying to worm his way into the title match is another sign that Trick is going to get blindsided at New Year's Evil. Does it sound that Bridges' botch was premeditated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a storyline thing. Yeah. What, Melo paid Ridge oh, to sorry. botch? That, oh, sorry. No, that no. makes it even no. more ridiculous. Okay, I mean, aside all this whole story, so what... Um, Something happens to the New Year's Evil match where Mello is added to it. Ridge is added to it. It's a whole thing. And somehow Trick wins the title. And therefore, your chase going into WrestleMania time is Trick chasing Mello. I, I can see the kind of character really is. I can see Ilya being like, no, I will f- wrestle this match. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Trick makes quick work of him because they just show that Ilya is not physically, right. shouldn't be cleared for this match. Sure. And then Trick can win the title, feel a bit icky about winning it, maybe the way he has, and then Mello shows his true colors. Yeah, I mean, they have the evil Valentine's Day, Vengeance Day, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We go to Manny from Bacoima, the tale of the man seeking redemption for injuring his opponents, only for it to happen once again. By God, NXT general manager Ava Rain is in her storytelling bag with this one. Give that man Ilya an Oscar for that performance. Back at Fastlane, I mentioned to Way and Kate how I would turn Santos heel and have him rejoin with the Garzas and reform La Rebellion while Dragon Lee joined LWO. Well, it's happening, with Ray leading the pack and... The Garzas have as much right to be disgusted with that deadbeat father since Hector Garza was once of the founding members, thus the Garzas being the rightful heirs to the Latino world order. Looking forward to next week's stacked episode. Thank you, Ava Rain. <laughs> and Magan says, Jesus H, give those jokes a rest. No, keep them coming. Wait, which, jo- which one is he talking I think, about? I guess the Ava Rain stuff. I don't know. Ava Rain or Deadbeat Dad? I, I loved your feedback, yeah. Manny. Uh, thank Manny, you, keep Rain. it coming. Appreciate it. We love you too, Magan. We go to our champ, Fire Frank, who says, I had no idea Mr. Chase was an accomplished dice shooter. Next week, we need to see Ashy, Larry, and Grits and Gravy <laughs> show up and invite Chase yeah. and Scripps to participate in the World Series of Dice I, in when 2024. It, when the segment was on, I was like, oh, should I Photoshop? It's a Chappelle thing right. like, into the thing. And I was like, ah too busy watching the show <laughs> thank you frank thank you everyone for writing in there uh this week we won't be doing up next live next tuesday we'll be skipping next week celebrating christmas and all that fun stuff but do tune in the following tuesday night we will return for new year's evil with a post show here on the post wrestling feed so look for that there'll be i'm sure there'll be some matches ad- added to it and some drama with Ilya and trick and all sorts of stuff so follow us on the socials as always to keep updated with everything that we do we won't be doing up next next week but we do have lots of other shows coming out for your entertainment we got our christmas party live tomorrow wednesday 4 p.m going all the way till possibly when dynamite starts so lots and lots of hours of streaming and ridiculousness so join us for that pop in if you must and then on thursday the big fat wrestling quiz of the year and we got Patreon shows. We got Shot in the Dark. I got a detox with Jordan. We got you covered when it comes to podcasting for your holidays. You need that escape from the family. You need to go in the garage, burn one, and throw on a podcast. We got you. We got you. Let us be your family 
this holiday. Maybe you're sick of your family. Maybe you don't have a family. We are your fucking family. You're stuffing the turkey and you want to listen to us play games, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, patreon.com slash poisonrana. We got lots of other shows there as well. Five bucks to become a friend. Get yourself the gift that keeps on giving and get us something. Get yourself something. Chop-tees.com for everything that we sell. Hats, mugs, everything. I myself, Brain Harrington. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And Merry effing Christmas. Oh, boy! At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.